Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Kathleen McGee is a hot mess. Uh, it is January, right? We're January. We're almost at the end of January. First month of 2018 is almost finished, and so far, um, I don't think there's been too many tragedies other than the crazy thing that happened to Hawaii that I still can't get over. Um, it wasn't even a tragedy. It was just like a really weird fuck up. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just got back from Saskatchewan. And I don't care what y'all think. That is a fun place to go. Saskatoon is one of my favorite cities. It's just so... Okay, maybe Saskatoon 10, 15 years ago, pretty boring. But now it's got tons of young people. They're opening cool businesses. And there's so much stuff to do and it has one of the best venues in Canada for music and comedy capital music club always treats me well always great crowds I have a little following in Saskatchewan I sold out on a Wednesday which was insane I didn't think I could ever do that well I wasn't sold up was I don't know if it was sold out was really fucking packed and I was really excited and um Every time I come back to Saskatoon, the same people show up, and it's it means a lot to me, and it's incredible, and it's very cool. Slow and steady wins the race, right, Kathleen? You just keep going till you're 80. When I'm 80, I'll be doing arenas. <laughs> but it was such a fun time. I got to hang out with my friend Keely, and I got to see my friend Julia, who I haven't seen in forever, and um, I got to drink my face off. You know, it's Saskatchewan, so what you got to do? Also went to Prince Albert. Always a fun show in a curling rink. You're not a Canadian stand-up comedian until you performed in a curling rink. And I performed in curling rinks and bowling alleys. So what does that tell you? Um, but yeah, it was an incredibly fun time in Saskatchewan. I left Eugene with his grandparents in Langley. And I missed the shit out of him. But I always like coming home and seeing him because he freaks out. And I freak out. And it's really exciting. <laughs> Um, this week on the episode, very, very cool guest, Big Jay Okerson, um, very, very funny comedian, incredibly good at super filthy. Um, I worked with him years ago at the comic strip in Edmonton. The first time I worked with him, he brought Nate Bargetsy to open for him. And, um, that was like at least five or six years ago. And, uh, we've worked together a few times since, and he's just like a nice person, He's a really sweet person and um, uh, really funny. But you know what's weird? Like, I always find that the people with the filthiest mouths on stage are always the sweetest people off stage. And then you meet these comics that are these, like, squeaky clean, and they turn out to be the biggest scumbags. Not every one of them, but it, I've seen it happen, and it's it's pretty interesting. Um but yeah, he was in town doing the comedy mix, and I got to go see a show, and we did this podcast. I will say I was pretty stoned on this podcast. 
<laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Um, yeah, it was really fun. We talk about uh, lots of different stuff. I can't even remember because I was high and it was a couple weeks ago, but you're going to hear it all now. Um, so yeah, this episode uh, featuring Big J Okerson. Um, as far as where you can see me in the next little while, I guess February is going to be my Great North Comedy <laughs> Tour um, from February 8th. I think, it, yeah, 8th, I'm in Prince George. 9th, I'm in somewhere else up north. Prince Rupert, I think I'm in Prince Rupert on the 9th or the 10th. Anyway, I'll post all these dates. If you're up in northern BC, I'm coming to your town probably. And um, also, I will be in Whitehorse on February 17th. Very excited to come back to Whitehorse. February 14th, Valentine's Day, I'm going to be headlining uh, The Monthly, which is an all-female comedy show at Yuck Yucks Vancouver. And at the end of the month, I'll be headed off to Calgary Yuck Yucks. Uh, first weekend in March, I'll be at Edmonton Yuck Yucks. And then that next week is all just for Laughs Northwest, and I'll be I have a top comic showcase, and um, the Vancouver Comedy Awards, which I was nominated. I think I was nominated for best merch for the Send Nude shirt. Very proud of that. Thank you, Doug, for being my merch guy. And um, I was nominated for best person to road gig with, which was huge. I was very excited. I was a little sad I wasn't nominated for Best Dirty Joke, but they decided to give Best Dirty Joke to do with the cleanest comics, so that's the way the world goes. <laughs> and then someone got nominated for two jokes, which I was just like, come on, you guys, share the love. Let this dirty girl have some spotlight. But uh, we're very excited. I'm very excited to be nominated for those two cool ones. And I'm the most excited because Eugene got nominated for Cutest Comedy Dog, and... Um, I mean, I know I'm super biased, but I, I think he's cuter than all the other dogs in the category. And uh, so just send your good vibes this way that Eugene will win an award for comedy. I just want him to win because then that means that he's won an award and I have not. <laughs> Which would be amazing that my dog has more comedy awards than I do. Um, anyway, let's get to this episode, you guys. Thank you always for listening. Um, let me know what you think. Tweet me at Kathleen underscore McGee. Um, give me a review on iTunes, but if it's bad, don't give it to me. I don't want it. I just want good reviews. Sorry. I don't, I don't want your negativity. If you don't like it, why are you even listening? Anyway, you guys, oh God, oh God. (laughs) Okay. I'm not editing that out. That was fun. Um, thank you for always listening and, uh, enjoy this episode with the great big J Okerson. Got them open all over town Strictly bitch, you don't play around Cover much ground Got game by the town Get a paid is a forte Each and I'm just gonna, day. we're just going We're just gonna go H4, Zoom H4N, handy recorder It's, you know, the typical I have a podcast, podcast machine <laughs> So every single comic owns one of these Are you networked? Are you on a network and stuff? Um, I no, I have like um a producer that I just talk and then my producer puts it all together. So like, edits and everything. yeah, if I don't edit anything, 
sometimes I'll edit stuff if people are like, please take that out. Like, I just don't want to put that in. But the only usually, time someone ever asked me they wanted something edited out was like Brian Koppelman. You know who that is? He's the guy. He was in comedy for a little bit, but he's a writer. Yeah. And he, like, wrote Rounders. He wrote... Oh, I love that movie. Ocean's 13, I think. And he's the writer behind the show Billions on Showtime. I love Billions. And you know why I started watching it? Because I worked with Dan Soder in Calgary. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Oh, did you? Yeah, he was amazing. So funny. Was my radio partner. I know he is. (laughs) Wait, it was really funny. (laughs) Oh, God. Great time to be doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, yeah, he was like... He said... His credits were like billions. And I have, there's this thing up here called Crave TV, which is, uh, it's like Netflix, but it's just TV shows. And it's got Showtime and HBO and all Hulu. the cool. It's Hulu. Yeah, it's Hulu for Canada. And, I um, on Hulu last night and found out the hard way. No Hulu. <laughs> no Hulu. But I'll give you Netflix, my Crave password if you want. <laughs> yeah? yeah. But your Netflix up here has the stuff that they pull off Netflix in America to put on Hulu. Yeah. It still has it on Netflix. So like Family Guy, every season's on Netflix here. Here, yeah. Where they're pulling it off of. Oh, because of like, There's yeah. no more American Dad, no more of that stuff. Oh, it's uh, all on Bob's, Netflix here. Bob's Burgers, is none of that's on Netflix anymore. Does your Netflix turn to Netflix, Netflix Canada when you come here? Yep. Okay. Automatically, yeah. Oh, yeah, automatically. So anyway, so Dan, I, that was one of his credits, and um, I was like, billions. I'm like, that sounds like a dumb show. <laughs> But I was like, so I was watching, and I started watching. I'm like, this show's fucking amazing, and he's like in it a lot. Like I thought well, it the be... season coming out, and actually last season, he's like a big character now. He's become like a big. I have character. to catch up. I think I'm on like season two or three or something. It's two. There's only two seasons. Okay, there's so only two seasons out right now. They're filming. Oh, that's it. Three. I finished season, so I'm done. I'm waiting. So, but yeah, I was like watching. I'm like, this is actually a really good show. But sometimes comics will say that they're in a show. And they're really like on it, like one episode or. Oh, so I do not use billions as a credit because I'm in one scene on one episode. That's right, you were <laughs> in that show. I remember seeing you in. Well, who were you? They made Brian Koppelman made me the, um, the drug dealer in Montreal, Canada. When they go that's to Montreal, right? I knew though. Yeah, I knew there was something. I was like, that's. A, I thought it was really good. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was super fun. But Brian Koppelman has a podcast called The Moment, that's pretty popular. It was like on uh, like ABC Networks, like podcast network. For oh, a, I'm not I, that I fancy. I don't know what it is now. <laughs> but on his podcast, um, it was while we were waiting for the contract uh-huh. to happen for the radio show. I had, this before I got the Oddball Tours, it was before I just had any kind of bulk of money. I think I... At all. Was either working with you at Edmonton or something when you were almost getting the show. I remember being around you when you were almost getting the... Or was Very that at Just for Last Northwest two years ago here? That might have been, yeah, yeah. I just remember you talking, oh, I might get it, I don't know yet. Yeah, it might could have been that. But uh, the... Um, when I did his podcast before those things happened, and I remember just saying, like, it just caught me. I didn't expect it to happen, but he, the, the idea is talk about your life and, like, some... Not your struggle, but, like, your climb to whatever. And, is uh, the podcast theme the climb by Miley Cyrus? Are you, are you good on this? <laughs> I'm good on that. Um, uh, you, you keep that? talking. I'll find something to stab it. Yeah. Um, but we do this podcast, and he asking, you know, he, we're talking about, you know, the difficulty. You know, some of the difficulty I was having at that exact moment, and uh, and being 30, so I was like, you know, I said when I started doing comedy, I didn't picture that I'd be 36 years old. And I was like, you know, all my bills are paid. I'm not like in any kind of major debt. I go, but it sucks that when all my bills are paid at the end of every month, uh, you know, I, I'm the owner of like 400 bucks. Yeah. It's like what I own 
in my life. And I'm like, and I just didn't picture at 19 starting comedy that I'd be 36 and that would be the case. And I, and I just started getting like emotional about it and yeah. being, like, feeling like a whatever, like getting feel like I'm letting people down and shit. Oh. And I and I uh, I cried like you could hear me crying. Yeah. Someone actually animated it, which is really funny because because uh, <laughs> Brian's a pretty serious guy. I mean, he's a great guy, great great guy, um, brilliant. But you know, like he's definitely on his network too. He was on an ABC, which I believe is owned by Disney and all this stuff. So. Uh, as I'm crying, my recoveries, I go, I go, what a fag. And he goes like, he was like, he's like, oh, yeah, don't say that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, sissy. And he's like, yeah, don't, don't say that either. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, he wasn't even being like sympathetic. He was telling me like, don't say those words on this podcast. Yeah, you can't say that on this which podcast. Which is pretty uh, fucking hilarious. But after that podcast, as we're leaving, he's like, hey, man, if if you want me to like edit that part out or not put the podcast out at all, like I fully understand, man. That was like got pretty emotional there if you want to like not do it and i was like dude if i heard that a friend comic of mine cried on something and had it removed because he didn't want anybody to hear yeah. I, I go i would rip into their ass so hard. i would yeah. make it a much bigger thing i go no man just put it out what are you gonna do and then it came out people started talking about it, and then a bunch of comics made on my podcast legion of skanks like seven comics like sent videos in shitting on me for like <laughs> crying on like Ari Shafir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ari actually got in trouble for his video making fun of me. Uh like PETA people got mad at him cuz at the end of his video he stands up and it turns out he's like no pants from the bottom down so his dick and balls are out and he was holding a chihuahua the whole time. Oh no. And he goes, "Hey, look." He goes, "This is uh Jay right here and this is the industry." And he holds a dog to his ass cheek. <laughs> Like his ass crack, and the dog starts like licking like Ari's like ass crack, and people got really upset. Oh come I on! I think it's fucking hilarious. It's a cartoon, and you know what? Don't no, 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 that was real. <laughs> it was real. No, the car. The, someone what, an, somebody animated oh, me crying. Okay. Someone animated me crying on the podcast, the actual like podcast. No, uh, every, these are just people made videos yeah. of like just like you know, hey Jay, heard about you crying on whatever you know, and like yeah. making fun of me, and which was hilarious. But Ari's, it was funny. Ari's got in trouble. He had a dog lick his asshole. <laughs> I mean, I said when they roasted me when I did Ari, I was like, uh, I was like, if you've ever seen Ari's asshole, there's a famous video of Ari showing his asshole. People are appalled by it. And there, heard, and, and there is something I ever want to see. So there's something. I never looked it up. There's, I've heard about it. You've heard about it, though. You've heard, heard that he's got it. a fucking wacky asshole. <laughs> yeah, but I don't need to know it. I said on Ari's roast, or when I was roasting Ari at a thing, I was like, if anybody's uh, ever seen Ari's asshole, they wouldn't be back. You would know his asshole licked that dog. What's <laughs> 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 the other way, right? He had like he's got like a prolapse prolapse anus. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it looks it has like pussy lips. What? It's very bizarre. When it farts, does it sound like a queef? I don't know. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like a queef. I think it sounds like I don't know if I've heard Ari fart. Weirdly enough, <laughs> I know he's farted around me. I know he he's done that because that's the thing that guys just love to do is fart in an enclosed room with a girl. Really? I'm not not me. Oh, half the comics that I'd I've gone on the run road away. with play the lock the window fart in the car game. Really? Yeah, like a lot of men men do this, and like, do you know Christina Walkinshaw? Uh, yeah. She's, so she, but she always talks about she's farted all the time around me, so she loves to fart too, and she's she'll be proud to hear this on the air. I have no appreciation of girls farting. I'm not a big fan when dudes fart, and I'm always blown away. Like Soder, <laughs> blown like away. well Dan so Dan Soder, like when we'll go in, like my girlfriend <clears throat> is uh, the executive producer of the radio show. Uh, now she just got promoted to that, uh, but she um, 
when we weren't in the studio, like Dan will like just rip loud farts, and I'm like, <laughs> I would never do that in front of his girl. I mean, he has have a girlfriend now, but I would never do that in front of uh, any girlfriend he's ever had, and not even like. I'm not saying he should respect me enough not to do it. I don't care. I'm blown away that he just because I know like if I know I'm not fucking Dan's girlfriend if he has a girlfriend, but there's still somebody I don't want her to view me as well, just the guy that ends up farting. But I'm I walk in on the room so insecure always, so it doesn't your, matter. You know what? It, I think it is like insecurity. It's just like there's there's two kinds of people. There's people that just love farting and don't care, and there's people that are ashamed to fart. It's, and it's there's like, also fat guys who wear like ill-fitting, yeah. like tight clothes. You know what I mean? There's, but there's, they there's, fart there's, a lot. I know. I've been around them a lot in my whole life. That's farting fat guys. That's kind of my mo. No, no, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's my mo. But I'm saying more like uh, there's just guys who like uh, are, or I'm semi in- intrigued and impressed by, and a little envious of. But I just don't have that like fuck it man attitude. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like guys just walk around like in like flip flops and yeah. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> like jeans to go out to or something because he's just like, oh, what do you mean, man? It's fucking super comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, no. You just want to be Woody Harrelson. Never picked my footwear based off comfort. <laughs> do you I'm ever like, wear thongs? No. Not the underwear, the footwear. No, I know. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I shouldn't say no. Yeah, like if I, when we do those cruises, I'll put them on. Usually I wear them with socks, though. I don't wear the ones that, between the toes. I do like the over the, yeah. like the Nike like ones. What? The ones between the toes. I would never. I can't. That just sounds crazy. I mean, it's like someone, like, you know, putting their finger between your two fingers and, like, having to live your life like that. <laughs> you don't, you're not going to live your life in you'd these be living your day in it. <laughs> That's true. But you, if you get it feels like you have to look. hold it, almost. It's our monkey no, instincts like, kick in. It's like being barefoot. That's why I like them. It's basically being no, barefoot. No, I feel and the and the fuck it. <laughs> when it's raining, the and water splashes up on your butt. Also, the... Uh, like the straps across the top, like cut into you. I don't know. They suck. Have you ever worn sandals guy. in your life? Yeah. When I mean, I was a kid. That's what you get, you know, to go to a pool or something. Yeah. They give you those flip flops. But no, I'm a, I'm an Adidas or Nike. Uh, those like flip flops. No, the flip flops. Oh, oh, like the shower shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those yes. are comfortable sometimes. Yeah. So I and also, but I, I can wear those with socks. Which yeah, is I know, for me and that's too. supposed to be cool now, but it is I'm never. Real, oh, I, oh, no, no, this isn't like I'm going to a movie or something. <laughs> never. That's my point I'm saying. If I go to a movie, like, I'll be wearing sneakers. I don't have yeah. to be dressed up. Like, I could probably go to the movie in sweatpants, yeah. but I'd be, like, aware of it. It was like, you know what I mean? I would not be thinking about it. I'm yeah. like, I've not worn sweatpants. Who's your stylist? <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> I've always wondered, who's Big J's stylist? And I've also always wondered. No, me. I mean, my... Uh, I mean, my chick likes my style, I guess. So, I mean, she's a good, like, gauge. Like, should I should I try to pull this off or should I do this? What is your style? I don't know. I think it's never changed much from, well, I when mean, I was, when I was like- young, young, it was hip-hop-y, I guess, my dress, because um, that's what you, if you wanted to wear name brand shit You're at all. You Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay. It's, if you wanted to wear name brand shit at all from, like, the fat guy stores, when you were a kid, like you wanted to wear name brand stuff, it was your choice was hip hop or like yeah. dad clothes. Yeah, it was sort of as what you know. I, I didn't want to wear like I wasn't going to be like a collared shirt, 
like khaki cargo shorts guy. I wasn't. Yeah. I was, wasn't my thing. So my sh- was like Sean John and Echo. And well, at least fat this, guys so. had something. Fat girls had nothing. Like I literally wore the. Yeah, so couldn't... wasn't that the godsend? Was that store? Uh, in well, in the states it's called uh, Lane Bryant. Is that not the... Lane? Bri- I think Lane Bryant's still a bit momish, but tries torrid? to be a little torrid. Oh uh, yeah, but they torrid's didn't have like that. The, I know that's like, but that was like I remember like a godsend for they like did, big chicks. I had to yeah. shop at an adult woman's plus size section because well, I was a, like not just big, but I was tall. And my then, daughter's my daughter's fifteen, five eleven. Yeah. So she's big kid, man. Yeah. So it's like I couldn't wear anything, and I couldn't wear like I couldn't wear beaver canoe because I didn't make it my size. Like all these like esprit. I couldn't wear Club Monaco sweatshirts. Like these are all these things all my girlfriends were wearing. And yeah, I was all just through like, all through childhood for me too. It was like yeah, it was the. With Cavri, I'm older than you, so it's like Cavrichic pleated pants. <laughs> They're like a certain brand, like yeah, no you just chance, could never wear. No and I love it when people complain about like um, uh, when when people make say women shouldn't be saying real women have curves and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but women that are bigger have had a lot more struggles than you have, Little Miss. I can shop any fucking where I want. If I get my pants dirty, I can just walk into any store <laughs> and buy a new pair. If I like split a pair of pants or something. There's no like I'd be well, like that's a big deal for me too. I I, 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 did, I did in this trip and again where I say like my my mind's always on something like this. Like I didn't pack because now I'm packing sweatshirts and I don't want to take a bigger suitcase. Yeah. So it's like I'm like I used to usually pack two pairs of jeans because exactly if, if a pair of jeans goes like if I have to drive yeah. 20 miles to a DXL like I gotta drive 20 well, that would suck. But you know it's what I mean? Changing now like there's way more places. Well, there's a lot like that DXL I see everywhere now, which well, is great, think... and uh, they might not have it up here, but that's like the they used to be casual male, big and tall yeah. was like. The oh, and thing the, that sounds good. they kind of changed it to like an Axe deodorant name. They changed it to DXL. DX, they changed it to yeah, Destination XL. I know it's like endorsed by like <laughs> it's funny like uh, DJ Khaled and yeah and uh, Big Poppy, the baseball player. Like these guys like sort of endorse it now, uh, trying to make it a little more fashionable, but like. And it is, it is getting that way. And uh, but now, but uh, yeah, my other big thing about big clothes too is like, I do. I order like this. I ordered this sweatshirt online, but it's like that toss up when it gets there. You're just like it bums me out. Man, I wish I would, if I my, if I'm envious of anything in life, yeah. it's like literally getting up and putting on a fucking stupid Dukes of Hazard t shirt <laughs> and shitty jeans. You know what I mean? Or a, a V-neck. I never thought about it. a V-neck. Oh, I think but I would just no say. No men should wear V-neck. In my mind, <laughs> in my mind, it's just like, it'll look like I have cleavage. I, I know it doesn't, but I feel like it would. It makes men that wear them look like they have cleavage, whether, like, either they have, like, pecs <laughs> or they have those little man titties. Yeah, you know what? That's, yeah. That are uh, take, away, take, away, take away the V-neck. What I would like to not care about so much is, uh,. Like size of neck, it's very important to me that a shirt like oh, comes yeah, to that's my neck tight. Dudes, like you have to have a neck size. Well, no, no, no. I don't mean like a button-down shirt. Not for like t-shirts, yeah. right? But any t- a lot of t-shirts they make with these. I don't know how like queefy male styles getting, <laughs> but like they have like big wide necks, sort of. You know what I mean? Like these really open necks on t-shirt, and I. I don't oh, need to see, weird. like, my neck, like, I don't know. Somebody's seen, like, the top of my torso in a shirt. Yeah. It, it's very weird, so it's very important to me to have, like, tighter neck, like, stuff, something that goes, like, to my neck. Yeah. Were you a, were you a t-shirt swimmer, kid? No. I always wore, t- I, <laughs> I wore a full suit to the pool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Four-piece like, suit. I have a wool suit on. No one's going to see my bare fat skin. 
No, you never. You weren't one of those kids that swam in a t-shirt. No, I did. Uh, I, I, but I, my thought process on that was always, it's gonna be worse. It's like worse to go in. This, I think you draw more attention yeah. wearing the t-shirt. Well, and I also think that fat kids like because in a way I'm like that's the stupidest thing you could do because now you're even heavier and now it's gonna be harder to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Because it does weigh you down. Just a little cotton. I've often said one of my biggest nightmares in life always was uh, (laughs) getting out of a pool without a ladder. Even with a ladder (laughs) always feels worse. But just trying to do the actual like push up (laughs) your body. No matter what, you're sort of just rolling out like a... Like with a fucking lion, like yeah, like like washes up. Yeah, you like you like wash up onto the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> or those slippery tiles sometimes if it's like an in ground in I grew up pool. in Edmonton. This is how much I know that I used humor as a me- uh, defense mechanism uh, when I was a kid. Because uh, so I grew up in Edmonton and they had the World Water Park in West Edmonton Mall, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to go like on PD days, which are like professional development. It's just teachers are drinking that day, so we cancel school. And uh, oh, wait, tell us, I'm gonna go grab my soda. Okay. And um, so I would always, uh, <laughs> my mom would take me and my friends to the to the water park, and we would all go. And I would be wearing my t shirt, uh, <laughs> but I would always like slide up on because like there were no stairs. It was like meant to look like a beach, so I would always slide up onto the side of the pool. Yeah, like a whale. And my friends would laugh and laugh, and I'd be like, <laughs> and people would laugh and like and. I played up, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like, some people were actually laughing at me because they were laughing at me, but I'm just like, I'm just praying everyone's laughing with me. Right, like, we're all having fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure that's why I love, like, I got in, like, my sense of humor. It's funny, it's, uh, it's actually for a big person, it's, uh, or a fat person, I guess, it's, I think the, a great mark of your comedy, like, getting better is your set when it stops being completely about that. Yeah. You know well, I, mean? I find that about. So my... I think it's tiresome with that. Like I've always felt like a, you know, John Panette, rest in peace. But like, yeah, if he he was such a guy, where I'm like, his whole career was just like nonstop. Everything's just kind of like you yeah. too big to buzz. Like, all right, yeah, and then you're just like, like at least, and Ralphie thing. May. The problem with Ralphie, I think, towards the end there was like cause Ralphie's a funny dude, man, yeah. a really funny dude, and a great guy. Uh, in my experience with him, you know what I mean. I didn't know him very, very well, but when I did. Hang out with him or meet him or bullshit with him at all or spend any time with him. Like, he was a pretty good dude. But he uh, he was funny enough to do other topics and did other topics, but he was just like, that kind of big that, like, you can't avoid it at yeah. all. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to talk about like, you it. You have to. Like, if he doesn't talk about it, you'd be like, how does this dude, like, how does he fly? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How does he, like have to make, like, a late plane and he's got to, like, fucking possibly, like, jog down the yeah. thing? And I've luckily never been like incapacitated fat ever which is like thank god i mean that seems yeah. like i'm almost blown away when i see someone like ralph here even john panette and guys like that i'm like how did you not like that i'm half the size of them but i mean i, I think it, it, look the problem with i mean why i don't look in mirrors and shit like that is because yeah. I, fe- I feel like i look like ralphie may but I'm, do I, I logically know that I don't. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I, so I logically know that I don't. So my c- concern is if I'm so concerned about it now, yeah. and I live my life in that concern that's like, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm like doing my best. I'm not doing my best, I guess, but like I do. Like I don't eat anything like I used to eat yeah. even like six years ago, seven years ago. 
was like, what's open at night? Yeah. And it's like, well, there's a place that has like salads and wraps and whatever. Or there's McDonald's. It's yeah. like, why would you even mention the salads and wraps place? <laughs> Where now I wouldn't think, I'd, I'd probably not eat before. I, in fact, I would. I would not eat before I went to McDonald's. Now. Yeah. So those are decisions in life. But I still haven't changed enough to like be thin and as healthy as I can be. Because I still like. You still need that coverage. On a cheat day. <laughs> no, he's still. But I, there's still like that thing on a cheat day. It's like, yeah. It's like whatever. On like a Sunday night, like. I want to get pizza and maybe if like, well, it's cheat day. So let's get pizza yeah. and French fries or chicken fingers <laughs> or something. You know, I don't know. And then like eat too much of that, you know, and, but most of the time I don't, but I still will make like a stoned late night. Like if it makes sense. Like I would never get like a cheesesteak in the middle of the week, but I'll get a cheesesteak wrap. I don't when know how s- much better that is. <laughs> oh, it's but it's like- you know what, though? Because I started doing keto. I read about this book because every mm-hmm. year I buy a new diet book. So yeah, this my brother, year's my bro- keto. My brother, my buddy, uh, my brother, uh, Louis <laughs> J. Gomez, to one of the guys do yeah. Legion Skanks with. Um, yeah. Louis, like, does it. Well, he does the keto diet. Louis has, is a scary thing, though, with that. Some of those diets like that. Oh, yeah. And I've heard this from, actually, Kevin Hart's trainer. When I said something to him about it, I was like, you just got to cut all the carbs out of your life. Man. You got to cut the carbs yeah. out, and you will drop weight crazy fast. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you will. He's like, but you'll definitely gain it back. As soon as, no, I did. And I, I go, what do you mean? He goes, you, you'll 100% gain that back. He goes, you can eat carbs, man. He goes, you can eat bread. He's like, you can eat pasta. You can eat whatever. Like, I, we have, me and my chick eat a quinoa brown rice pasta, which makes things like a little better. You yeah. Know? But like, he's like, you can eat pasta. He goes, just like when you eat it, how much you eat of it, how much you burn off, like how sedentary are you? What? He's like, it's, everything's got to be balanced, yeah. man. So those things, and Lewis is such a great description. I've seen, I mean, Lewis, in our friendship time, 10 years or so, uh, give or take, he's, I mean, had abs three or four times. Yeah. He's also weighed 250 pounds, 260 pounds several times. Yeah. And and always been more around like a 220, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like... It was in my time. I never saw him as like a big fat guy ever. I'm bigger than him always, but like he was, uh, he's been like chubby for sure, like a chubby dude. Uh, and then he's also had abs, but that's because of those diets, man. It's always like he knows how to lose the weight to get in shape if he wants to get in shape for the yeah. summer. And then, but the thing is, like he binges for like three days because he's like fuck the world. You know, he's sad or he broke up with some whatever it is. Um, I mean, he's gained 27 pounds in a week. What? That's crazy. How do you do that? He's on vacation, but I mean, it's just, just It's probably a lot of, like, tons of drinking. And that's the whole thing. It's like, yeah, maybe, but I, it's like, I've never done anything like it. You're not a drinker, are never you? Never like that. A little bit. Not a lot, though. Not like, a lot. you're not like... No, 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 no. Not with any regularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Like, that's I was for thing. a while. Like, I like I always drove was always my thing. Yeah. All, every night for years and years until I moved into the city, but I've only been there for, like, four years now, three years. In Manhattan, and once I was in Manhattan without a car. Oh yeah, you drink every night. I was like, yeah. So I was like, I was having some drinks every night, and then my chick quit drinking. She had to quit drinking. <laughs> it was more worth it ultimately for us to have a little less fun because the goods were good when we were drinking. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, she was oh, she was great, super aggressive with chicks and everything. It's so funny how much that's like slowed down with her <laughs> not drinking. Not that she's not like, into the She wasn't doing something because she was drinking, but she was much. My chick's not generally like a walk up to a girl and be like, hey, you want to come home and fuck me? <laughs> and my yeah, boyfriend. I'll- like, she's not. 
She's not like that in real life, but when she gets she older. She is like that in real life. She wants to do that. Yeah, but she's, she you, would tell me personally. Like, yeah. And so I'm just like, she's, but she's more of like a, I don't know, you go talk to her yeah, or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know. But whereas like when she get a little drunk, she, you know, she didn't even remember doing it, but you know, she like put the arm on the shoulder and goes, why don't you just come home? And like some of these girls, like these knockouts would be like, yeah. okay. You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> It, I mean, so like that kind of thing. So, but but she had to stop. And when she stopped, like because I'm not a big drinker, even though I was drinking a lot, like organically, I just stopped. I was I was like, well, she's not drinking, so I'm not going to be like buzzed. Like I I didn't have a drinking problem. She did. Like, yeah. I don't get like, I've had like, in the you know the couple years we drank together, like when we were living together and living in the city, I puked maybe like f- maybe four times, and uh, it was really more of like felt sick than like a. The room spinning. <laughs> yeah. I've had about like six the rooms spinning ever, but for the most part, I'm the when I the first time I feel like that, like everything's a little like shit. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm buzzed. I'm like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know how to stop. Like, I'm not like I don't want to get like past. I don't want to puke. I don't want to get passed out. I don't want to get loopy. And I guess people have a problem or just like we could do, let's do one more before we get out of here. Yeah. And you're like, why would you want like. You're so hammered. Like, you know the next one is going to definitely be vomiting or yeah. something. I don't know why you get like this. Well, so. I like, um, like, because I've always been scared of puking. It's like my number one fear in life. I've always been scared of it. And so I never wanted to get drunk because I heard, like, I saw, De- in, you know, Degrassi. The show. So not the one with Drake, but the Degrassi Junior High. The original. Yeah. And I remember. Like, you know, it was like old TV. Yeah. Yeah. I and I remember that. watching the episode where Wheels invites Stephanie K to the dance, and then Stephanie goes over to Lucy's and gets wasted off her mom's wine, and then she comes to the dance, and she's doing the crazy dance with Wheels, and then she's like, oh no, I got it. And she goes and pukes, and I'm like, I'm never going to drink if that's what happens every single time. So then the first time I ever drank, I think I was like 16, and I had a. I was in the drama club, so I had a cast party for something, and <laughs> I got. I got drunk. I was like, okay, I'm going to drink and we'll see what happens. So I got drunk and like, I didn't get sick and I drank and I didn't get sick. So that's what started all of my drinking because like I, uh, then I went on a ski trip one year and I was like, I drank a two six of vodka in like an hour and I was still fine. I fell down the stairs, but I was still fine. Like I didn't puke. And then like more partying and I, I can just pack it in. I just can pack in booze. And I never ever puke. Like I think I've thrown up maybe. But one. do you get? Are you obnoxious? Are you loud? Are you a problem? Like in that. I don't think I'm a, a problem. I'm loud, but people always seem to have fun. Like I've, there's been times where I would, like have been no no no. Catherine, go home. Like soda doesn't but drink. Dan soda I know doesn't he drink doesn't. Yeah. yeah. No. And he's like, and, and he would has tell he never you, drank. No, you drink a lot. Okay, because I yeah, that's right. Because he has jokes about that, but I, I don't. I don't trust people that have never had a drink. Oh no! Yeah, he used to drink a lot. And, yeah. Uh, but the thing was about him, the difficulty for him quitting was, it wasn't difficult. As I mean, she had a hard time quitting my girlfriend Christine, but like, it, it came with I, I, what it was. I mean, I showed her a video of herself. Yeah. Like I took forty-five minutes of video of her one night, like going from subject, just cursing me out. Oh. Hit, like getting a little violent, yeah. like being not making any sense just tri- crying and then all this stuff and i just made her sit down the next morning and watch it and she went to like she went to a meeting yeah that- <laughs> she went to a meeting that day she doesn't go to meetings or anything anymore like she only went for like maybe even like a month or so in fact i was t- i think i said to her i was like you got to do like one of those like 30 meetings in 30 days yeah. like, you should do that and she did that and then went actually a little beyond that for a bunch and then like just stopped and like so doesn't go to meetings either but his thing, like, like she needed to stop because it was like, here you go. This is what you this do. This is what you're like. That you don't realize. When it's bad, like, I want you to see what it's like when it's bad. Yeah. I know when we have a good time, you're like, 
everything's great. But this is where you go, and I've never like I've never been like a drunk like what the fuck were you getting kicked out before? I'm like doing that. Yeah, you're kicking me the fuck out. I'm like no, I'm like I'm if, not some, like that. if someone came over and goes, sir, I'm about to ask you to leave. I'd be like, what the fuck have I done? Like, I'd, do something. <laughs> I'd, be, yeah. I'd be mortified. I'd yeah. be like, I'm, I'm leaving, and oh my, please, I didn't embarrass myself. Are you making me leave for what reason? Yeah. Like, did I do something odd? You know, and uh, you know, I don't. I've never been an aggressive drunk at all. But a soda, apparently... Aggressive? No. No? Was like, it's hard for him to quit drinking because everyone, when he said he's quitting drinking, everyone's like, what? Yeah, that's me! Because it's <laughs> like, he's like, uh, he was actually was starting to cause like health problems for him. He was getting worried because he drank every night. But you didn't know soda was drunk, like, where you were like, this guy's like fucking, ten, you know, five, six, seven shots in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know because he's just being fun and doing voices and having a blast. So it's like... That's totally exactly... I'm, all, I'm a fun drunk, too. That's what I said. I think I get... I, it, it would only go from fun to like, I don't feel good, everybody. I gotta yeah. go. Like, I'm gonna throw up. It's It never goes to like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna go fucking this diner with these fucking... You know, start yelling the N-word and shit. Like, I, that's not... <laughs> no. That's not my thing. I was never. I've never been there. I don't yeah. know. Thank I've never God. had consequences to my drinking because I never get hangovers either. Like I've this magic. Something happened in me that was magical and tragic. But do you learn to drink tons of water? If you drink tons of water, you I drink water. Be. I drink Advil before I go. Like I drink vodka sodas all the time. That's why I mostly get drunk off. But I'll do shots in between. Anyway, but like, uh, it. <laughs> that's my problem. The same thing is like when I whenever I'm like I'm not drinking. People are like oh like. One, two years ago, I did uh, this. I tried to see how long I could go without drinking. I got one of those apps, and then that shows you how much money you're spending. And that was the bigger thing because it said like four grand for me. But I'm like, I don't make that much money. I don't know how that's possible. But anyway, so well, it's I not counting probably. You I mean drink yeah, free yeah, a yeah. lot? It's average. Yeah, it's like because we're that's comics, very true. You know. Yeah, that's the main way I get paid. But um, so I went to do this club that had just opened up here, just outside of Vancouver, the Abbotsford Yuck Yucks. And when I and it was owned by a bunch of crazy party animal dudes. Like I don't know what it, they might have bought it for other reasons, but it was just like a very party atmosphere. Are and, you a yuck yuck contract now? Well, I guess sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. It means I work once a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, so anyway, so I went there, and that was like the first weekend that I hadn't been drinking. And I get there, and, and they were like shots, 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 and I was like, oh, I'm trying to not drink and they're like bullshit no fucking way you and they were we've heard about you we want you to get fucking drunk it'd be an honor for you to get drunk at this bar and i was like but i really really want to do this and then i just want to tr- this is for myself so i'm not they like ha- harassed me the whole weekend to drink and like it was okay it was i've seen it be hard for a it's tell. just like fucking if somebody who is a known partier and I do it sometimes too. Like there's a cup. There's a. Well, you coffee. know, David Tell is uh, yeah. has been sober for eleven years now. Actually, yeah. Was. And I was when I was opening for him before he got sober. Yeah, when during. he was drinking. Yeah. When he was drinking, I was still, I started opening for him still, and like uh, same thing. I had to watch him. Like I mean, it's died down a lot now. But I mean, for a while when I was going on the road with him after he quit drinking, like still having to deal with all this, sending him shots to the stage yeah. and all this kind of sh- you know, like really like. Shots to the stage, crowds love it, but, like, sometimes I'll I'll be like, hey, I'll have some shots. (laughs) They'll send them. But sometimes people will just send shots, and then they get all pissed when you don't do it, but I'm like, I literally have to drive. They also just, like, pick what what you're doing a shot of. (laughs) What is this? And they're like, Jaeger. I'm like, I can't do this with, like, all I have is water up here, man. Like, if I do that, like, you'll see me 
puke because of the taste. Yeah, like, I have uh, a joke where I say tequila takes my clothes, makes my clothes come off because I vomited all over them. And like that's semi true. <laughs> and yet every time I do that joke, almost every time, they will send me a shot of tequila. Like, did you not listen to the joke? I mean, I do it because I'm a badass. But <laughs> that's what I drink, chilled tequila. You know why? Low carb. Low carb, it is low carb. It's it the is only, low it's carb. It's made with stevia. Yeah, it's not sugar. Russell Peters always has I'm really nice tequila. That's what I was to say. Agave. Agave. Stevia. It's made with sweet and low. <laughs> it's good for you. It's good. You're it's like actually, a girl I'm on Weight Watchers. Out. I drink it for health. Russell Peters always has really. I good got wait. I just got the Weight Watchers app. I had not paid for. it Are you going to do Weight Watchers? I might. Yeah. I think that make. I think it makes more sense. I'd like to follow something, but like we were saying before, the keto and, yeah. and all those things. Like, I feel like they're band aids. I think you know it'll, get what, you where, it'll get you where you have to be, but like, I don't want to live that way. Do always. They still I want to do... eat. A, I want to eat a sandwich once in a while. Yeah, eat a sandwich and like so. Though I know on Weight Watchers you can eat pizza, normal pizza. It's not yeah. like brand. You know, it's it like, just not like these you, little weird meals. But it or teaches whatever. you to like eat less because that's my problem. Is like I fucking love to eat so. It teaches you like if you have one piece of pizza, that's all you need, right. and then that, and then you like it's in your brain. Well, I can only have one point or whatever. I don't think it's the same anymore. Do they have meetings still? Yeah, but I mean, the, I, I don't even want to go. to That's the, the only time Weight Watchers has ever worked for me is when I actually went to the meetings because you were held so accountable. Yeah, and I'm a competitive person, so like there's like Brenda who's weighing everyone and she's lost to 150 pounds and she's better than me, yeah. and then she gives you that whole like if you don't lose weight. Oh, maybe next week. <laughs> but don't you feel like being a comic is your meeting anyway? I, mean, I you, loved you, the meetings. I killed at the meetings. Yeah. I was even like, I was doing comedy. But I mean, short. more like uh, it's hilarious that when I auditioned for that, uh, <laughs> I got down the screen tests all the way for uh, This Is Us. Oh my god! For the boyfriend, as the boyfriend, of we gotta the talk girl. about This Is Us after. Do you watch it? So, no, I heard oh it's really, god. really sad. We have to. You have to. Oh my god! But. To be the boyfriend or I guess husband now, they get married. The I show. fucking love him. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a great actor. He's been in a couple other things. I've too. never seen him before. I was way happy to, that I lost the part to yeah. him. But I got the screen test where I was like, I thought I was going to make out with that chick, which was funny. We kept going. I was like, please yell cut. <laughs> like, was it the ready. girl that got the part? Her, yeah, Chrissy. Chrissy. Chrissy Metz, Metz. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, watching she was a doll. She was a doll, but I mean, I was uh, not like I said. I felt like it's so weird because I'm very insecure. Yeah. When I see a girl, like, she's a very big girl. Yeah, she's I mean? a big like, girl. I mean, she's big, big. Like, you know, she's, like, dangerous yeah. big, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, Ralphie may ask, because we were saying earlier, where it's dangerous, and you get to a certain age. And when I saw her, look at that, like, kind of uncomfortable, you know, like, big, like, where it's, you know, the way she has to sit and everything like that. Yeah. It's very awkward. And uh, I immediately just get, then, as insecure as I am, the narcissism comes in where you're like, you think I'd be fucking? This is the chick you think I'd be fucking? <laughs> oh, no. Like this is the girl you think? Like, it's like you want me to play? Like this is the girl that I yeah. can get? I go, I can't really. And I'm like, and that's so superficial and so shitty. And I know that, and like I feel bad about it, feeling that way. But the the payback for that was so hilarious because I didn't get the part. But my agent told me when they called, they said I oh, didn't get the part. He goes, if it makes you feel any better, he goes, the decision on him was made because like he's actually. Uh, too slim and handsome to play the part we're looking for, which I was like, well, that's a nice way to get fucking. Uh, are you all caught up on the show? Yeah, you are. So I, I don't know the show, but I do know oh, what's sorry. this. So I didn't get the that guy got it. Yeah, they did the first season. They ordered more episodes, and they call. My manager calls me. Goes, hey man, great news. He goes, that Dan uh, 
why am I drawing a blank on his name? The producer is like a big Dan Fogelman Fo- or something. Dan Fogelman. Uh, Dan Fogelman likes you a lot, man. So he wants you to like audition for another part. He goes, I think it'd be good for this other part. That'd be really great. I go, oh yeah, that's fucking great. I know the show's a crazy popular. Uh, once it came out, I was like, yeah, I'd love to do a part. I go, it'll be funny. He goes, they're going to make me the guy or something that uh, that girl like cheats on that dude with. And he goes, well, yeah. <laughs> and it would have been the guy at the fat camp yes, or whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. The charming asshole. And he's like an asshole yes. too. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I think you're, because I think oh, you're goddamn sexy. If I was watching that and you came on so that, I would have screamed. He's like, <laughs> what is it? goes like, a sh- it's a shame. You're, I, I never watched the show ever. He's like. It's a shame you're leaving because I think you're goddamn sexy or something like that. Oh like, whatever the God, line yeah. was. Like he's like, You're scaring the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming. That guy was the sleaziest dickhead ever. But he was cute. That's the thing, is he was kind of cute. Well, they made but either way, the thing is that's what they, I, I thought it was funny. That's I was like so I was funny. like, Oh, like I'm too thin and handsome. And I go, It's funny they're gonna call me I'm too thin and handsome, they're gonna call me back to be the girl <laughs> that plays who she cheats on her with, and he goes, Dude, I swear to God, it's the guy who the girl cheats on with. I go, Shut <laughs> up, dude, really? I go, What the fuck, man? That's amazing. Oh my god. I See, I just like this. Sh- it is a great show, and they have like it is cool to see like a really fat person on. Like, I, I don't want to make that sound awful, but she's an actual big person because usually in Hollywood, bigger girls are like Emma Stone because she's a little chubby around the face. But like, she's an actual. And now she's like anorexic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See Emma Stone. Oh she yeah, looks, like, she's disturbingly it's thin gross. now. It's like yeah, it's gross. But um, I mean, but Jessica I, oh, Biel was funny because Jessica Biel was always like a bigger girl. So, I mean, beautiful. Had curves. But she had the curves, and she's like... Real thin now. Doesn't work a ton. Because they get into Pilates. <laughs> but she doesn't really even work a ton. Yeah, no. But th- she's also she's not like the greatest actress. Yeah, that might be part of it, too. <laughs> but like, uh, oh, where was I going with this? I can't remember. But yeah, no, th- This Is Us is... It's good to see a, a, a big person like that on television. Because sure. I have like... Well, as a I've woman, that's got to be tough for a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I was saying that because the guy, there's always been like the... Fu- I mean, the fat guys. Like, yeah. I don't know if, like, if it's the same for fat men and fat women at auditions. Like, I don't audition very often, but the times that I have, it's always been, like, one time it was, like, obese cheerleader, and I was, like, oh, I didn't I won't think, do that anymore. But I was, like, I didn't think I was obese, and the lady's, like, oh, no, 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 you're just TV obese. And I was, like, oh, my God, I'm TV obese. Jesus Christ. They, they, say, they say the shittiest thing to big women at auditions. I don't I'm know. I'm sure. If, yeah, I mean, I've got, or, I, I they think always I've got have it to like do that. the stupidest role, like, girl that the that, that there's a bet on well, that's what I that said. they're I told, fucking, I which said is my very, nightmare. I said, that's always, really? whenever a guy comes up to me at a bar or anything, I look for a group of guys from a 90s movie laughing because they're like, I'm a bet. That's my Number that was my number one fear in my dating. Oh yeah, was that I was a bet that somebody was. I watched too many. Or one of those like movies, fucking like we'll take you. What it's like the pig parties. Or, yeah, you know, like I've never that never happened to me, but that would have been my worst nightmare. Like just some guy is like, oh, it's like if you're a guy that does that to women that does bets on stuff like that would have cr- crushed me, crushed me if I ever sure, found that out. Yeah, that sounds terrible for sure. But no, but, but it was I, a really good stopped, premise for some movies. I stopped. Um, <laughs> They won't even send me anymore now. I think like my agency won't even send. Me. I told them like I'm not. I'm not a think, joke. I go. I go. I'll be. Fu- I go. I just think I have more funny to offer yeah. than just being. Fa- if it's an element of a joke, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. But it can't be like you're the guy that runs down the street in his underwear because it's funny to see a fat guy in his underwear. And I'm like, yeah, I won't do that. When I was in that show Z Rock, they had, I was on IFC years ago. Uh, that was one of the things they said had me do. I mean, I, I was playing a gay character, yeah. essentially. 
He was gay for one person, but super gay for him. And it was improv lines. It was great. We can curse. It was such an awesome fucking gig. And I was, we were making this thing so funny with none of that, you know. And I mean, I even one of them, like I dressed like a girl golfer. We went to a casino, like we went, like did a, one of those montages where we go shopping, yeah. like me and the guys, and like you know, I made him wear whatever. I'm dressed like a girl golfer, looking scorched the whole thing. That's fine. That didn't bother me. Yeah. And then the one time they were like, "Oh, will you come out like in a diaper while they sing this song about?" Whatever, and you come out in a diaper. I'm like, no. no. And he's like, no, why not? I go, ask uh, whatever guy to do it who's like in great shape. Yeah. I go, it, th- I go. the joke plays exactly, storyline exactly the same if that guy does yeah. it. And he's like, um, I go, because of the joke, I told you guys, don't come to me with like jokes where it's like, go j- be jiggly and fat. <laughs> yeah. It's well, like, that's come why, on, man. And that's why watching them have like a storyline with like a real person with like a real weight problem. Because that's her whole arc is all about her weight problem. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why the, my audition scene was uh, yeah. them in Weight Watchers yeah. and then going and then them, him picking her up for a date and, his, and her brother not liking him. Yeah. Like, it was, he kind of, like, got shitty with the brother was shitty with him. He's like, yeah. oh, are you the guy from, uh, from like, Fat Class? And he was like, oh, it's Weight Watchers. But yeah. I, I remember the audition. I don't. I said, I should watch the show. I, I used guess. to tell guys to go to Weight Watchers to pick up chicks because there's tons of girls that are, like, have lost a lot of weight but still feel big. <laughs> and they're oh, yeah, very, yeah. they're very easy. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe that was. But anyway, so, <laughs> but no, but I love because she's like a, and she's not a joke on the show. She has, she has real, she has a real character. Like they've written the character amazingly. I mean, I heard but they show. still. I hear the show is unbelievable. It's such a good show. My, but the, my, my chick funny watches part, every The funniest part of all that show is this season's. Uh, poster for the season um it made me laugh so hard because it's like there's four couples on the show like her two brothers and then her parents and so those are the four couple storylines they follow so there's a poster with all four couples each in like a square and all of the couples are smiling and laughing except for the two fat people are crying (laughs) i was just like see you always gotta bring us down you can't let us have some sunshine we've always got to be sad about everything it made me laugh so hard when i saw that poster that was amazing do you get your eyebrows threaded tweezed or waxed threaded and i got them microbladed What's microblading? Okay. I don't know what that even it, is. Because you're a dude. Ask well, any I, woman. I, I they get, know. I get my eyebrows threaded. That's good. You can, t- you can tell that they're like, you take care of them, but they're not like, oh, he. No, I don't want them like girly. Yeah, they're not girly. But so uh, microblading is like, they take a little tiny, tiny little blade and they score scratch marks in your eyebrows. And uh, and then they put tattoo or some sort of ink in it. So you bas- I basically have tattooed eyebrows. I'll show you after. You can like look because I have eyebrows, but they're very sparse and I have a little bald spot. So I got this done. And now you just have to put on all this eyebrow makeup. You don't understand what we have to do. My friend, uh, and then now Karen just got it's the greatest. Like they said it looks very weird for a couple days. Well, yeah, it goes dark and then it goes really dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and then when she came over, I think for Christmas, we were just like, what the fuck? Yeah, my friends. I have like some fr- like a lot of friends that do makeup and stuff, and one of my friends in Edmonton started doing it, and I trust her because, I mean, you could go get it done, but like if they don't know what they're doing, you're fucked because <laughs> you can't reverse this shit. But I've she's had a bad threading job really before. Good. Yeah. Oh god, I'm always terrible. Like they make it's always like it's the ones up and the ones straight. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, come on, man. I always I trust threading way more than waxing too, because like waxing, you never know if they're just gonna whoop. I'll and- tell you what, I like. I feel like I, I thought I would get used to the pain yeah. after a while. I, I, I still, every time. Threading I hurts. It. I a hate lot. it. 
hurt. It hurts like, like I really I, even the whole thing takes five minutes, but I fucking yeah. hate it. Or when you like, have to I hold really your eye for them. You have to hold your eye, and you just feel them like ripping out. Yeah. The, and then uh oh, what is what? Then they put like, yeah the, the cream, the aloe one, which yeah. is like stingy, and then you're like bright. Do you get a head hurts. massage after though? Some depends where you go, yeah. but that's also big. You got to find somebody. That's good. That's good. And then stay with that person. Yeah, don't leave their side. It's like with anything. I don't even... Uh, it's great. The guy who cuts my hair is in, in the same building as my apartment. Do like, you go to a barber shop? No, no, no. No. Salon place. A salon. Gay guy named David. But he's like <laughs> punk rock. He's like 50-something. Yeah. But he looks like he could be like in his 30s. And he's, in, he's like... Not even he's in great shape. He's just like thin. Yeah. And shaved head, and like he's tatted up, and he just has like fifty bracelets cool. on each arm. He's like he's like a total rock and roll guy, yeah. And he was just a gay dude, like that was just rolling around. Yeah. Like, he's like done a bunch of heroin, but never had a heroin problem. Do you know what I mean? He's like he's like yeah, we do <laughs> heroin possible? on the weekends. Uh, apparently, he says like oh, he was doing heroin on the weekends and stuff. He's great. He just knows all these weird people, and he just happens to rent a chair at the place, and the, he does my chick's hair, and, yeah, uh, and and mine. Yeah, and then don't charges her guy. nothing ever. Why nothing ever? Does her hair for free, and and because what? Also, she lets him do like, I mean, like two months ago, he came in, he sent her a picture of Chrissy Hind, and was like, "I want to do this haircut to you." And now she has, she's had bangs for the past oh. like three months. Now it's not that he's trying it out on her. He's like, because he's no. shown things where she's been like, "No, I don't want to do that." But anytime she goes, he does it for free. I go once a month or so for color. I know I like your blue. 150 bucks, and what? and if it's just a haircut, I go in every couple of weeks to get a haircut. 50 bucks. I'm like, it's so crazy expensive. Yeah, well, because you're paying salon prices and in Manhattan and yeah. like that. But it's not like, I mean, this salon, quote unquote, which I love, so hair, great place, so hair. But <laughs> it's four chairs, only three people. It's the owner, yeah, who's an older white dude, an Asian girl. And and David, the guy cuts my. That's the only people. And there's like, but there's like four chairs, and it's all. I think it's always like you know high end appointment based clients. Well, like I bet you he like rents the chairs out. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, that's what like it is. That, that... But there's only those. But the, but those are the only two people that rent them out. There's always a sign up that says like, you know, anyone with clientele that wants to rent a chair. Like maybe it's a d- drug front. Maybe it's a drug front. <laughs> the guy does wear a bolo tie. <laughs> Not the guy that cuts my head. The older guy wears a bolo tie. Yeah. He's for sure a kingpin. A white guy with a bolo tie and like uh, some gold outlined teeth. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never put that together. Maybe there's a drug front there. But uh, maybe that's where he washes money or something. Yeah. But yeah, my guy's great. But uh, I just, even if he does a haircut once in a while, then I'm like, yeah, he kind of fucked up. I'm just like, I, I know his fuck ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you find, I hate that shit. I'm so happy I just started. <laughs> Taking care of my beard myself because that was also another. Whole oh, you thing didn't like going beards. to get it done. No, I, I even I, I don't like getting my hair cut either. Really, I, most guys like it because it's like feels nice. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I, I'm or a psycho. Or if they go to girls, they when they wash their hair, their boobs are like. Woo. No, I'm a lunatic. <laughs> I'm a lunatic. What it is, and I don't like. Uh, People touching I, you? No, no, I'm fine with that. I don't like uh, staring in a mirror for. Oh an hour. yeah, tell them to turn you around. I, I sometimes do that. Hate it. Well, I hate when I when they put that cape on and you have your hair all wet and you're yeah. just like I'm a monster. And, and then like the cape looks like it's like fucking draped. You're like <laughs> you look like Jabba the Hutt, like a like... sea monster. 
It's the worst. I so I'm like, can you please turn me I around? I don't want to oh, see I my face. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, because you know, you can't even make faces that make yeah. you more attractive. You're looking like a psycho. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, it's just like the most like set it, you know, the most stationary face you'd ever have while someone's just yeah flopping your hair. Like, it's yeah, crazy. I hate it. I really hate it. So that's why I don't like being in there and sitting there and watch. And also, my this particular guy, their mirrors are to the the mirror you're in front of is almost to the floor. Yeah. Or at least like to hear. So I see the whole sit. You know what I mean? Like oh, your body no, sitting, that. facing no. forward. I hate Kathleen sitting. I've never sitting. watched my own special. I sit, been, I sit on my special. I've never watched it. I've told I listen to it. that I will only be, <laughs> this is me being Brian Carey. I'm like, I'd appreciate to only be interviewed either standing or in one of those tall chairs where I can semi-stand. Because like, I'm not sitting down on television. <laughs> it's the worst thing it's just like, because when I stand up, I look like not bad. When I yeah. sit down, I'm like, I'm a Hershey kiss. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a pile of tires. Um, oh, it's the worst. I, I, don't, I, th- I thought I looked, I, again, I watched it for a brief second. We're not even for you. I've seen pictures. This was the one that of, just came out, right? My special, it was, came out like a year, at least a year ago now. Or no, like almost two years now it's been out. Okay. But uh, yes, that's what I'm sitting down the whole time. But I sat down on Conan. Uh, when I paneled on Conan, and uh, I don't know the way they had the angles, I think I was all right. I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't watch the actual video of it, but like on Twitter, I'd see people that send pictures of it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck, oh thank God. I always <laughs> like, think that my I feel like I, did, I, feel like I didn't good. look so bad, That's which good, I was then. very happy about. Yeah. Well, I think most people, especially people that grew up overweight, always have this like, oh, I'm a giant Augustus Gloop, like everywhere you go. Oh, you definitely. Uh, Even if- I mean, I've, I I I am fat. Yeah, I do have rolls in my body. I all those things, but I have mega body dysmorphia. Oh, totally. Like, what what my girlfriend sees when I walk from the shower yeah. to the bedroom, and what I think she's seeing are different things. Yeah, absolutely. I've, it ain't good, but it ain't nowhere near what I think. I feel like you're watching like a blob of things fly, flopping around, and it's just not yeah. that bad. I'm not. I'm, I was like forty pounds lighter than my lowest when when I got to my lowest, and I still was like I'm a gigantic monster. And then I look at pictures of myself then I'm like, oh god damn it, I want to go back there so bad. I haven't been under two hundred pounds, and I have no idea how long. I just want to get under two hundred pounds and then get really fucked up and go back over. Like I don't need to stay there. I just want to for like one day be under two hundred. That's bad for your body. That fluctuation. Like, I know why, it is. That's why you can get lured into those keto things and stuff like yeah. that versus just well i lost like when medium. atkins was this big thing i lost like 70 pounds on atkins in like a few months like it was crazy and it, but as yeah. soon as i started eating carbs again it was like yeah that. you shoot up oh, yeah. yeah um but like i did like i got like breakfast today that i brought here and i was like i'd like toast and hash browns and shit with it but like uh i also got i went to just denny's because it was the only thing i knew for sure yeah and I got that, and then I got some thing for later. It's like chicken and broccoli with gouda on like brown rice or something. And I'm like, I'll just eat that after the show. Yeah, and that, cause, you know, it's like, it's like I eat like bread. I still don't want to eat like a sandwich for lunch ever. You know what I yeah. mean? But like, I don't dislike healthy food. Like, if somebody makes me healthy food, I I love food. Like, it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be disgusting food for me to love it. No, I'm just not lazy. At all. I just don't want to. Or I just cooking. like I'm like this is easy a to big, cook. Big big yeah. thing, yeah. And I'm dating a chef now, and I still <laughs> just like really. And he'll like, oh, just tell me what you want, and he'll make it for me, and it's always amazing. And uh, no, you know what it is? Here's what I'm never I'm never in the mood for mega healthy. Yeah. If you're always like, what do you want? I would be like, 
I'm know, I'm Macs in the mood for fries. being healthy after I get on the road. I don't know if that's with you, but if especially from the East Coast to Canada, where it's like donairs and beer for three weeks sure, straight, sure, sure. I like come home and I'm just like, give me vegetables. <laughs> just yeah, but you're not craving them necessarily. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah. know, it's like you have you want them because you're like. But even if I don't have them bo- for a long time, your body like, kind of needs something. Yeah. you know what I mean. So it's just like that's what I'm saying. Like I like I eat a lot of spinach in my life. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. If you were like, are you in the mood for spinach? Like, what would you want? What do you want on the side? Do you want spinach, or do you want like, we have truffle mac and cheese also yeah. as like a side dish? And you're like, well, yeah, of course. I, d- I don't know like, what truffles are like. I'd like to try it. <laughs> you're like, I definitely want mac and cheese, but like, you make decision to eat spinach is like the choice. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's like it's it, it sucks. But I'm, I'll try the mac and cheese just for fun. <laughs> oh, that's my my girl's good for that. Just do that shit. I mean, oh, I do. Why don't you just have like, a bite of it? I'm like. Because it just sends it into a spiral. Everything you're like, well, the night's fucked up. Yeah, that's also the problem with going too strict on like a thing like keto totally. or something. Is because exactly that you're just like you're at a holiday party and you eat a cookie, and you're like, day's done. And mathematically, it is. Yeah, it's or scientifically, I should say, for what you're trying to do with keto. Yeah, you eat one cookie, your day is done. That was actually. like yesterday. I was so like- when you if you've had a, so then you've had a cookie. And you're like when you're going home. That's when you're like. <laughs> Well, I'll stop a Burger King. It doesn't fucking matter now. Like, the day is fucked. You know what well, I mean? I was, like, doing so well yesterday. And then I was at Yuck's last night hosting. And, <laughs> and I'm eating a bag of popcorn. <laughs> and someone's like, I thought you were doing keto. And I'm like, isn't popcorn, a car- isn't it Isn't it keto? They're like, no, it's pure carbohydrate. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, but that's but just. Oh, popcorn is, popcorn is deceivingly horrible for you. Because everyone talks about, especially Weight Watchers did this to me. Very, very low fat. Well, low fat. But. It's so high in carbohydrates. Like, it's it'll bump anyone's blood sugar levels to, like, astronomical amounts. And I fucking love popcorn. But, like, that's the thing I was, like, it's good to know about all nutrition because I don't have a clue. But I started reading this book about keto, and she just explains, like, I don't know. Everyone has their own thing, but. I said I just try, like, you know, I eat sweet potato chips. Yeah. If I, get, if I want potato chips that bad, like, yeah. I get, like, sweet potato chips or, like, very worst case scenario, the baked ones. But again, I, I'll only do that like once a week or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't so, like so. sweet potato. I've never liked it. Whatever. I don't like sweet potato at all, but sweet potato chips, salt. Good. Yeah, you put salt, salt. on them. Oh, yeah. Salt. I love salt. Or you eat them with like hummus or something like that. <laughs> with hummus. With hummus. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you because we're almost, we should probably finish soon. But um, yeah, we both have shows tonight. Ooh, lucky us. By the way, this room is annoyingly good and bad for my favorite thing of staring into people's windows to see if they walk around naked or fuck or do something weird. Oh, that's my favorite. It's great for it and awful for it because you have three or so buildings you can really peek into, but it's just far enough away that it would never be that great of a shot. We'll get some binoculars. And then all I thought about was, why do I still, after all these years, not have a traveling pair of binoculars? You need binoculars. Because I would stare, and I believe we're confessing confessing a little crime, but I would... No, uh, it's not. How can it be a crime? It's their own... If they keep their curtains open and walk around naked, they want people to But in New York, man, on a rooftop, me and Ari... I've heard the story that you saw people fucking. No, me and Ari, just no, it was a girl that just like... She bought new clothes. It looked like oh, whole, we did a we did a podcast. Yeah, we're doing this podcast on yeah. the roof while we saw this and like. Oh yeah. She just kept, but every time she changed, she went down to pussy. I mean, it was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You think like, why are you changing your under, taking your underwear off? Oh, she and was on changing her underwear every time. She knew for you every guys outfit. Were watching. 
There's no way she knew we were watching, but she may have thought somebody was watching. Yeah, that's that's like you know a, she didn't know we were watching for sure because like our angle would have never been like what she would be peeking out for. Like she might see lights on or something across the way and be like, maybe those people are watching, but we're like on a dark roof. But we had the we had the shot. Also, she may have thought no one was watching because like where her room yeah. was, she may not have thought people had a shot. But we're on a roof. You know, they used to do like for yachts. They used to put you up at the Comfort Inn just on Granville, and it's next door to this hostel, and. uh which I have another also, but like I had a room and it was like right in on one room and this I saw like this couple I didn't see them fucking but like you knew that they were going at sure. it you could do their feet and stuff but oh yeah I love getting <laughs> I'm such a pervert that like like we'll be driving around at night I'll be looking in house windows yeah no, I just oh it's just the same weird thing. is I it really, weird no I'm telling you it goes I I want to see something about nudity that I am not supposed to see yeah it like, makes it more like. Holy shit! You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh yeah, when we were kids, I've I told us four, but we we got in trouble. Me and my buddies, there was like the not the gym, but like the Jewish community center, I guess it yeah. was. But it was just like basketball courts and us pool and shit. Um, rec center, I guess, basically what it was. And the women's and men's locker rooms were on either side. What was in between was like a steam room, a sauna, some whatever you know, some other kind of thing in there. I think just steam room and a sauna. Uh, and we used to go down the little, and there's like a little hallway, and then on one side of it was the women's, and then to the left of all those things, down a little hallway was the men's. And we used to go down the little hallway and, and just kind of peek into the women's uh, locker room and just see people naked. And then the few times you ever get caught, we were just like, oh, I just, I'm just trying to find if my mom's in there. Like we had to go, because we were like, <laughs> we were young enough that you could still sort of pull that off. You know what I mean? Do you think like, the kids do that anymore? On the cusp. Because they don't have to. They, they don't can, have to, yeah. They can find a naked body anywhere. Not, the kids these days aren't You can see a live girl r- currently right now yeah. masturbating on a video screen, which would have rocked my brain when I was a kid, for <laughs> sure. Because I was very poor into porn when I was a kid. Like, like magazine. I was just yeah. excited to have them. And just I walked naked in. Other, girls. I think I was like 16. My brother was at a hockey tournament. And they would always watch porn, all, of course, because they were like hockey players. And they'd be like, come watch this. I remember I walked in. They were watching a porn. And the guy had like took his dick out, slapped her pussy, and put it back in. I was just like, what <laughs> Holy shit. And now, like, look at what's out there. It's even crazier. That's, like, tame. Well, yeah, that's why, it's, you know, like, it's probably, oh, man, knock on wood, not my kid, but, like. How old is your daughter? 15. Uh, but, you know, it's coming. I don't mean to, anyway. I mean, the days are yeah. coming. She's a cat. Like, I, I don't think she's on anything yet. She may have, but I don't think she has, and she's a. Uh, her time's pretty accounted for. Does that make sense? Yeah, she's busy. Kind of know where she is. She really couldn't. Like, I, her mom, sometimes I got to tell her mom to be a little more vigilant because her mom is a little more like, kind of like, you know, yeah, she's over where somewhere with her friends. I'm like, but you saw the mom and shit, right? <laughs> she's a little like, like, I don't do it so much. Like, I don't speak to the mom and all that kind of shit, but I'm just like, I'm very much like, you spoke to the mom though? And they're like, I think she's always doing the worst. <laughs> So Were she tends kid, she tends to not be no I would have been I guess but like if I had the opportunity yeah. to do stuff but I didn't drink underage at all because when I I whatever that one thing that works stupid like hey have a sip of beer when you're a little kid yeah. oh, and those yeah. bubble it wasn't even the t- it was like the taste and the crazy carbonation of it yeah. I was like it was like a Budweiser I was like I was like ah I'm like that is harsh. Awful. I just hated it, and I was like, and I st- I still don't even love beer. 
No, I don't hate it. I, mean, I, I don't. Some people fucking love beer. You're right. Christina Walkinshaw loves beer. I don't understand it. I don't get. It. I, don't I don't like the it. taste of it either. I drink it because it's like, uh, you know, what I drink Cheaper it for. And you get drunk. Yes, I drink it because like if I'm doing shots, it's like, my, listen, my heart would rather do it with a diet coke all day long. Yeah. But the diet, I'm like. I also want to make sure I get a little buzz, so it's like it's helping. It's like it's like an awful tasting soda that might get you a little drunker. Yeah. But um, fuck, where are we going with that? I'm so stoned. Me too. So I was like, uh, to... okay, beer. Work work backwards here. Okay, so I'm beer. not a big beer person. When you were a kid, you drank beer. It worked for me. Weed. My dad smoked weed when I was younger, and I lost respect for my dad. Oh. Like pretty young. He was like a deadbeat dad. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, he's still around in my yeah. life. You know, I was like, whenever I'm now, he's wants to be my best friend in the world. So Aww. if ever if I'm anywhere near Ohio, he will make the trip out, and he asks me, "Want to stay over? May I stay over the night?" I'm like, "Oh my god, you totally okay. have to watch this as us. You will die." It's changed my perspective. I'm like, I'm watching this bawling, and I'm like, "Family is important." <laughs> all these years, family is important. No, that's why I don't cut him out of my life. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, no, I, but that's I, why you need to watch I, this. I, as I'm us actually trying life. to get. Be- uh, more acquainted with my uh, brothers. I don't. I have two brothers. I don't know very well. Really? That my dad's kids that you never knew before. I just I've known them since they were babies. But like I'd say I didn't see them possibly from maybe I didn't yeah. see them from like five to like twenty five. Wow. You know what I mean? Like like that's like how long you know? Yeah. It's been a while. Or five to like twenty something. You know, yeah. early twenties. I may have not seen them at all. I barely saw my dad in that time. You know. See, drinking always looked like fun to me because my uh, family but, used oh, to Oh, my dad parties. smoked pot. My, my okay, yeah. Bad. My dad smoked, and I just kind of equated that with like... Bad. It's like a, just, yeah, it's like, it's like, well, I don't want to be like, I'm a fucking idiot. I lose it. <laughs> Look at you now. So, <laughs> right here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I definitely smoke pot. It's one of the things me and my dad can do together. Yeah. Uh, I love that parents are starting to smoke with their kids. I think it's great. I would never. It's so funny because you'll drink never. so easy with your kids. No, but, I don't like, do that either. I just, well, drinking was always, like, my family was, like, it looked, like, fun, like, all the time. So, but my mom was really about drugs. No drugs, drugs, drugs. I remember my grandpa was in a nursing home, and next, uh, it was, like, a double room. And in the bed next to him, there was this guy who was, like, 22 and a complete vegetable because he'd overdosed. And so my mom (laughs) was, like, you want to do drugs? There you go. There you go. And that literally stuck with me so hard. Yeah, sometimes it works. Until now, and now I'm like, drugs are amazing. I was happy, <laughs> I was happy that I didn't do any of that stuff, and I was happy I never got into like, yeah, coke or anything. Yeah, when I was in my 20s, I did not do a lot of drugs. I barely did, like, I barely smoked pot, but, like... See, by the time I smoked pot with any regularity... Yeah. ...was in my 30s, yeah. And the, and the only time I, and when I started smoking it at all, even, like, occasionally... Yeah. ...was it, like, my mid-20s, maybe. And it would be, like, once in a while, if it was, if it was around... Any, like every tenth time it was around, maybe I'd be yeah. like, yeah, maybe. I'll if you got terminal cancer, would you try heroin? Um, yeah. Yeah, and then watch heroin cures cancer. Watch, great, that'd be crazy. It? Um, uh, I would yeah, totally. I would definitely try it. If you had, if you knew, although I think I've come full circle already in a very short amount of time. I was like really enjoying. Because I said I'm not a big drinker. I'm not whatever, and like I'm hyper stressed from. I have a schedule that's just grotesque. Uh-huh. And it's not changing. Well, I'm, yes, it is. I'm going to have to change some things but for my health. But uh, Sunday nights, I would take uh, half of an Oxycontin. Oh, you were in pills. Um, but Sunday nights, like, yeah, I, yeah. I said, it was, and it wasn't calling me the rest of the week. Sleep. No, not even to sleep. What I liked was I'd take it like 9 o'clock and yeah. just like... Relax. I was like, TV's a little better. Was it nice? Like, I guess it was nice. Extremely nice. <laughs> but... 
I was doing that pretty consistently for a couple months. And last week, I didn't because the two Sundays before that, like the last two Sundays before that, I got a little like, it made me a little like woozy and yeah. no, and sweaty at one point. It was like, it was like almost with weed, you can smoke too much weed. That's why yeah. I, I know now to put, a, don't smoke a whole joint, like put a joint out after a couple hits and see what it's doing. Yeah. Um, it's because like, uh, since I've gotten such bad anxiety in my thirties, like now 40, um, I just know that that, that smoked too much feeling is terrible. Yeah. And now that I felt that with that, I'm like, not worth the possible going there. You know what I mean? So I was like, I, don't okay. know so I, I think I'm, I think I'm just going to start. So I think I'm going to stop like doing it even like for that. I don't know how people function doing those kind of things. Uh, I had a boyfriend that got injured and so he was, uh, he had Percocets and um, nice. he had to go to the hospital every day to get this bandage changed. So I would go with him. And one day I had like, a, I'm like, I think I have a migraine. Like I'm not feeling good. And he's like, oh, just take one of these. And I was like, okay. And I didn't look at it. I thought it was like a Tylenol 3. And then like, I was like there with him and I was like, I can't stand up anymore. <laughs> he was like, w- they had to wheelchair me out of the hospital. I was like. Perks has a strong on one for one. your first time. And I was no, like, like one, I slept for 24 that's hours. Like, that's like two Vicodin. It was ridiculous. It's I like was a, like, one Perks is like two Vicodin and like an Oxycontin, I guess, is like three Percocets. So then you like watch those intervention shows and people are like, I take 20 Percocets a day. I was like, I'm like, how do you function? Here's why. If you would have taken it the next day, yeah. you, you would have enjoyed it more and been like less wonky. And then if you would have taken it the third day, you would have enjoyed it. A little bit more, like a little bit, but not as much as that first day. Yeah. And then by the fourth day in a row you take it, you're going to be feeling nothing and you're going to want to take another one. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe, yeah. and, and I'm exaggerating, it's maybe by, by the fourth day, but that might be like the week's cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you take a couple one week and then the next week you're like, uh, you're like, oh, by the end there, it started to get nice. And then you're like, then you just start feeling that nice for a while. And then you don't feel nice. You're like trying to not think about it all day, I guess. I mean, I've never had that problem with it, but that's why I very much... I it's mean, I, I literally, too. I literally, I literally take a half of a pill, yeah, once a week, and I said, I think, like, just responsibly, I'm like, gonna stop doing that. Maybe, like, you know, if I want to have one, maybe for like fun on a cruise ship or something. You know, what I mean, yeah. like something like that. But I mean, like, just to do it with a regular, I didn't because I said there's no point in taking it if I my one night that I don't have things to do usually, yeah, Sunday night, and, I, and I've gotten off the road flying from where you know this Sunday I'm gonna get home at. Seven at night. Yeah, time. And I took a seller spot like an idiot because they needed me to do something. Yeah. So, like, usually I don't do any spots that night, but I'll go home and I do that. And that, But I'm fine to do the spot because I was like, I don't think I'm – like, with that limited amount of time to just sit and watch TV and relax yeah. and have fun. Like, if I'm doing it, like, sweating because I'm like, it's too much. It's Like, it's too much. Oh, yeah, because it'll kill time and yeah, make it great. I have friends that, like, stay home and be like, it's so boring. It really is boring. When it feels good, it feels good. It's just, like, yeah. anything that can feel good and – Go bad. I never get. That's why I don't understand. A lot of times, people like I'm not in the mushrooms at all. You don't love mushrooms. I don't love them. I, I love I, I, them. I, I'm fu- my thing about it is like it can go like anything that can go bad. My brain's not like doesn't function the right way to make yeah. it not go bad. I think if you think it's it going to be bad, it will. It be will bad. be right. So all I do, I, I I'm the guy who take like I don't I can't skydive because like I won't enjoy the free fall because. All I'll be doing is like this shoot's not opening. Yeah, the shoot's not. And so I'll be. I'll hate the free fall, and then when the shoot opens is when it's painful the rest yeah. of the way down. Obviously, that's what they say is like the shoot opens, and then you're like being yanked Jerked back. Yeah, and like it hurts, and it's kind of like you hope you kind of want that part to be over. Yeah, 
And I'm like, but you kind of want the shoot to stop? No, you're gonna want the like edges <laughs> to the land. And I'm like, uh, but the free fall is supposed to be like the this is the most alive you'll ever yeah. feel. I'm like, I'll waste. I'm it. I'm good. I don't need to feel any more alive. That's than what I'm saying. I'll feel. waste it. And the same, I've never tried. I've, I've had people try to get me to microdose on acid and say, I don't know. I love. They say mushrooms. it won't go bad. They won't microdose on acid. It won't go bad. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's just I've like, never I, done acid. I don't want to be locked in my own head on anything. And mushrooms have never even done anything for me where I'm seeing like, oh man, like. That picture is like going like this to me. I've, I don't know. I've never, never hallucinated done things on mushrooms. I, 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 I very but much I just do been see like wavy. It looks and colors are just like popping. Oh yeah, there. I think. But I think it's actually just optical. Maybe. Do you know what I'm saying? Same way when I smoke weed, like my body, your body feels crazy too and heavy. Yes, yeah, yeah. But so. when I smoke weed, even like you know, my vision gets blurry. Yeah. Because like my eyes are drying out and whatever. Yeah. You know, there's a zillion and one actual physical things happening. I bought mushrooms from a guy named Ninja here on Rec <laughs> Beach. There's this like nude beach. I was there with my friend and nude, nude, clothing optional. Oh, uh, optional. So you can go. Clothes. You can go with clothes on, but you just look like a. A creep but people do it all. like it's not the same as it used to be rec beach has kind of become a it's funny the guy in the clothes looks like a creep but i also get it because i would only be going there to, to look, look at, at naked people, people yeah. yeah and so we go there and like so i bought mushrooms from a guy named ninja and then naked the guy named ninja yeah he was naked and then i uh were you naked uh i always like keep my bottoms on but yeah, I was topless for sure. So until I go swimming and then I get naked. Cause listen, this w- I literally was the best day of my life. Like I just remember like lying on my towel and I was with my friend Darcy and I looked over and I was like, like just laughing and I'm like, look at the trees and he goes, oh, you're feeling them, aren't you? And I was like, yes, I am. And then you just feel everything is funny and you just no, are agree. warm. I've had, I've but then that. listen, I went swimming. High on mushrooms, naked in the ocean. I felt um, this is the best feeling of my life. And I the bet. waves were big, so they were like lifting me out. I was like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the little mermaid. <laughs> like, but that's exactly completely embracing it too. The only time I've ever really enjoyed mushrooms ever, and I've only done them like five times, maybe. Yeah. Four or five, mostly with Ari Shafir. and the f- actually two times I enjoyed them. I yeah. should say two of like the whatever times I've taken them, I've enjoyed them. The first time ever was me, Lewis, and Dave. Uh, that's the Legion of Skanks guys. With me, we uh, took them. It was my first time. They've done them before. And I don't know where they were. They were, like, in different places than I was at. Like, Lewis was, like, swaddled in a blanket and, like, <laughs> thinking about whatever and going through his thing. Dave was much more, you know, he was, like, staring at a lamp for, like, you know, whatever yeah. and, like, something about the lights and and I was going more, I was like taking phone calls. And they were like, I can't believe you're on the phone right now. Dude. I can't believe you're on the phone. And I'm like, it must not be rocking me the same way it's rocking you guys. Because like, I could take a phone call. But while I was on the phone, I was definitely, I was like, oh, like the leaves in that tree, it looks like a monkey's face or something. Did you look at your phone and you didn't see it wasn't like fuzzy and blurry? And no, I mean, and then I ended up watching, I ended up watching, uh, look, what I said it was like, what was cool about it. I watched like an episode of Howard Stern on TV. Yeah. Like uh, I had the on-demand Howard Stern channel. And it was like a, a very, it, it just meant something to me. I watched it and it was like about, he was getting mad that the broadcasting company he worked for hired a guy that he, that previously had to try to attack Howard like on the air. Mm-hmm. And Howard had to beat him in the ratings to get him fired from that thing. And now his company, his own company has hired him. The company he works for is hired. And it was him just like sweating that and making a whole thing about it. And it's two episodes. Yeah. Back to back, and it's pretty long. All together was about like you know two hours or so, and I was just locked in, and it really changed my mind about like 
sweat the small stuff. Don't let people kind of fuck yeah. you over. And it was very interesting, you know. I thought you do have to do drugs once in a while too, because it fun. does open a different part yeah. of your brain that you well, don't. That was use. The, I enjoyed that, and then me and Ari Shafir, uh, Ottawa Blues Fest. Oh, I heard, I think I've heard this story. Uh, Perfect Circle, the yeah. band Perfect Circle, which is uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Yeah, yeah. If you're to know Tool, yeah. it's their lead singer, and just the, and it's just very melodic. It's kind of beautiful music, Perfect Circle. It's like ambient rock, like Deftones type of thing. And uh, I remember just like, yeah. So Having people, the best time. People were like, how was that concert? And I was like, purple. That's the answer <laughs> I give. The concert was purple. That's I went to a porta potty to take a piss, and like, the, you know, the vent holes, like the lights were coming. I just remember oh being like, yeah. that was like pretty trippy and pretty great. Beyond that, has you haven't had good experiences? I'm just taking like a little bit, and I was like this, and then I, and then someone's like, because my problem is like even getting them down because like the, the taste and the yeah. texture is I can't like I'm just I've, I've puked them right up before and you felt terrible. Snacks, just little capsules that are filled with mushroom powder. Bloop. Right, but does that work? Uh, I personally do know they do. Do it because here's the thing: you have to. But but it's Lewis like told Lewis told you, me, they, but once. they have to be grinded, right? Yeah, that's a big thing because Lewis told me they can't just be like chunks of. Lewis told me to to break them up yeah. in my hand. He goes, he goes, dude, it'll work if you just break them up. And I go, but isn't the breaking them up what releases the thing, sort of? He's like, doesn't matter. If you break them up, he goes, put them in your mouth and swallow them like pills. And yeah. I did that at Moon Tower Festival, and everybody else around me, my girlfriend included, was fucking, you Flipping know, out. looking at their own hands. And I was, <laughs> and we're sitting in a restaurant, and I'm, I'm, I'm eating because yeah. every everyone ordered food, but everyone just took like took two bites, yeah, and no one else eat. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like eating my food. I'm just like. I don't know, everybody. This sucks. <laughs> I'm just like, this is not fun. You do have to put... See, I find like you have to be in a good situation, too. Because like, I was in Toronto uh, during this thing what called... What time is it? Are we good? Yeah, we're, we're good. I think it's not even six. We'll, we'll finish after this. But like, so I was in Toronto, and they had this thing called Nuit Blanche. And it's like this art festival thing that's all outside. And it's just like a million people just go downtown. And it's on until four in the morning. And it's... So we went down. I went with some friends. And they were like, do you want to do acid? And I was like... No, I can't think of a worse place to try acid for the first time than some stupid outdoor art show where it's just like filled with people that aren't into arts. They're just, oh, it's cool to go to this and I can put it on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, are you stupid? Like, I told you I've never done acid before and it scares me. I'm not going to do it in an outdoor event. Like, you have to be smart about trying. If you're, if you're like, you know, it's like, on a way, me and my girlfriend, two other uh, couples... Got like a cabin in the Poconos. My first ever vacation. I've nice. Taken. And it was an hour and a half drive away, but that was perfect. It yeah. Was just, it was a huge like house in the woods. Well, like, I, we didn't want to go like roughing it at all. I wanted like a. No, nice. My picture was a big ass TV. We could all sit around a crazy like 10 person yeah. couch and watch movies and, and we ate like fucking shit. And it was, uh, it was, you know, Impractical Jokers, the show Impractical yeah, Jokers. Yeah, yeah. And Sal from Practical Jokers is one of the guys and he's just a great. You know, he's doing well for himself now. So he had, like, all this crazy, like, virtual reality thing he brought. And we had a fucking blast. And uh, the point of that was stoned. In the woods, uh, doing oh, acid. that's where I could have been convinced to try acid. Because yeah. I was like, it was so safe. It was snowing, but we weren't going anywhere for days. Yeah. We were loaded with food. We had shit to do. That'd be a perfect like, there was nothing time. to worry about. It was actually the first time I, I just thought about this weekend. It was the first time I didn't feel that I had like some kind of a weird stomach pain or yeah. back pain. I that whole weekend I was just like I felt like weirdly healthy, even though we're eating like shit. And I felt you know I felt like the belly at the end of the night for yeah. sure. But I mean like besides that, like I didn't feel like 
sick or beaten down or tired. I was having like a good time. It's very yeah, weird. That's the perfect time. And I was like, it. that would have been a great time to try. Yeah, acid not sure. outdoors. But no one had acid. No one there barely even smoked weed except me. Well, <laughs> then that's lame. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you have anything that you want people to like know about? This is probably gonna be about uh, not this Monday, but the Monday after. Yeah, I mean, just like listen to uh, it's up here for sure. Yeah. Uh, Bonfire on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM ninety five. I don't know if it's the same thing here. I think I don't it know is. if it's the same, but probably. Um, and that'll be on out here live from three to five. There's lots of PM. fans out here. I know that because oh, yeah, there were yeah, tons yeah. of people in Calgary. They were yelling yesterday. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, oh, for Soder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's me and Dan Soder. Uh, Legion of Skanks podcast on GasDigitalNetwork.com. Uh, it's me, Lewis, and, me, Lewis J. Gomez, and Dave Smith. And uh, what's your fucking deal? We're trying to make that happen in Canada and the Crowdwork Show. Cause I it was, love it that was on, show. It was on CISO, and they wouldn't strike a deal with Canada. And then they went out of business. Yeah. So we're trying to get that up. That show is we're so trying to, much We're fun. trying to get that up and running. Uh, you know, we, we got a few people. Hopefully they're going to like pick that up. Cause it's, it's such film a one in Canada too. and let me do it. <laughs> well, one of the ideas was to film it at uh, maybe do one a season at Montreal. Then you have to convince less. them to put me in just for <laughs> Hey, if you were like, we want Kathleen, they probably would You've have to. You've been to that festival. Yeah, in 2011. And then I do like just for last Northwest out here. I do like a few shows at it but that, we were all in that nasty show that together. was that was the it was such a fun show but they just haven't done it again since i don't know the festival no no yeah the the nasty show out here they oh didn't the do festival's it happening oh yeah it's happening in Mar- first weekend of march right but uh, there's no more nasty shows no they don't do the nasty show out here which is i'm just like i wonder if that's because there's not really demand for it i'll tell you what like i feel like the audiences this weekend if the last night was any indication it should be pretty full this weekend yeah and maybe that's just people come to a comedy club and fans. I know it's you know it's not. I don't think it's one hundred percent me selling that out. But maybe this town isn't really into like they filthy are, comedy. Though. They are do. they? Because I was going to say because I was like we weirdly didn't have big crowds for that fancy show, and it was it was me, you, yeah, and, and take any of us out of it Tony. even to be him. Tony Hinchcliffe sell some tickets. Yeah, Metzger. I mean, yeah. what a fucking show, man! I really thought show. I really thought like people were just like. They didn't come out for it, man. Yeah, it's weird. And, like, I don't think it's like they don't like dirty comedy here. It's just, like, I don't even know if comedy is that big in Vancouver. It's still hard to draw up. Not, like, in the clubs, yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. This is a very busy club, the comedy mix. And then even Yak Yaks does really well. But I don't think, like... The city's amazing, though. I mean, like, yeah. this room is in particular. It gives me a view of, like, how fucking crazy I the know. city is. I know. I've been, like, sort of looking into the apartment the whole time. And I'm just, like, I want to be Carrie Grant. Or was <laughs> it him? Was it the... No, not Carrie Grant. What's the one in rear window? Uh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. I almost said that. Jimmy James Hendricks. Stewart. James Stewart. <laughs> it was Jimmy Hendricks. Jimmy Hendricks in rear, rear window. window. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, I love that. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, well, I'm glad you came back to Vancouver, and uh, I'm glad things are going so well for you. That's very exciting. Oh, thank you. And you have nice blue hair now, so. Everything's all right. <laughs> World's they- okay. <laughs> And it's great to see you too. I've known you for a long time now. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. Well, the first, i think the first time I met you. This is one thing. Oh yeah, I, I really wanted Park to Gansy. say this. He reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. because like, okay, you were hosting. I was hosting, and um, usually the comics are put in. Like, no one will bring a ho- uh, like a an opener, mm-hmm. but you brought an opener, and. Um, it was cool because it was Nate Bargetsy who, as ever, he's like blowing up huge oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So he's Very like funny. Six or so, seven. 
Tonight Show appearances at this point. That's crazy. And uh, anyway, so what you brought me, he was really good. But I remember Hal Sparks came. And like you remember the guy from Talk Soup? I don't even know. Yeah, I know Hal Sparks. Was, yeah. Do you know him? I know who I mean, Okay, sort but I just don't want to offend him. But so no, no, he, shit all over. I don't give a fuck. He, I'm not friends with him. He brought an opener that was just like the worst. I'm like, but he brought it so that he looked way better after yeah, him. I, I, and you said to me, you were like, no, I always bring someone who's who is just as good as me, or like who I respect and I find funny because that's what people did for me. And I think yeah. that that and that's always been my attitude ever since. I was like, I why would I, I want Mike, someone br- shitty? I bring in my front buddy Mike Fenoy on the road with me a lot. Yeah. Um. I bring this is a tough one to bring somebody to like a Vancouver's a tough one because yeah. I want them to be able to make money. Yeah. And I can have them c- fly to like I've had friends come with me to like Florida. Not, not they won't, I won't do gigs where they have to fly. Yeah. I'll have them fly and like you know I'll try to cover as much things as I can for them because people that's what people did for me also yeah. but like for this trip it's like I have to take an actual money hit to like bring an opener, you know what I mean? To yeah. like make sure they don't take a money hit. That's exactly. what I don't want. So I try, to make it, I try to make it worth their while, but I always try to bring somebody like the Chicago's and the big markets too. That like people need I, to see. I want them to to book them aside from me, and that's yeah. right. Yes, Mike Fenoy, the guy who, who opens for me a lot now, like is already now headlined the Denver Comedy Works, yeah. which is one of the best clubs in the country, and he's doing a bunch of great stuff. Well, I have a. I would say half of my fan base is from Ari letting me open for him and putting me on his podcast and stuff like that. Huge. Like it's a big, big. It's, I mean, Ari's changed my and I'm not even opening for him necessarily. Just being friends just and bringing me into his world, and yeah. also Ari did something. I you know I, I hope he does get the credit for him moving to New York, like bridged this L.A. New York yes, gap in our generation. That is bizarre because I've heard the names. Tom Segura for years and Tony Hinchcliffe for a couple years and but you never saw and all them. these people but I didn't really know them and, and yeah. all those roast battle guys the Jeremiah Watkins yeah. and all those all those Jeremiah. great dudes you know uh, Jamar and yeah. and Brian Moses and all these guys yeah. who I didn't know who they were I I walked right past them probably when I'd go out to LA because I didn't know them I didn't really didn't, talk yeah. to anybody new really I'd try to hope somebody I knew was around. And just like Ari bridging that gap, man. It's like I love going to LA yeah. now. For, I get, I'm doing a week in March out there, and I'm like excited. Cause I'm like, oh, I'll go to the store every night. He goes, oh, everyone's gonna be there. You know, all the yeah, guys. The store is amazing. You know, uh, Rogan will be here. Burt Kreischer, who was like was East Coast when I started. Yeah. And he's on West Coast is my favorite human being in the world. <laughs> he's pretty fun. He's the fucking best guy <laughs> ever. I love him. So you know, what I mean, and, and Ari is responsible for that. And then also it said just like. Him kind of network me into his world, and then fighting for me to be on that crowd work show because Comedy Central did not want me on that show. Yeah, at he's. First. I. I mean, they did not give a shit about me being on that show, and he flew me out personally from New York. I didn't know that. He told me Comedy Central was flying me out, but they wouldn't put me up, so I was going to stay with him. Yeah. And then found out that he flew me out. They weren't flying me out at all to fight for me to be on that show. And after I did it the first time, they put me on every season. Yeah. After, with the exception of one, but I've done like. Four or five stories on that show on television. That's and that's what put me back, kind of in the thing with Comedy Central and Schumer giving me a couple things on her show. Yeah, because Kurt was writing for that. Yeah, and they kind of wrote a couple things that they put me into. New and like those, all these little things, man. Jim Jeffries, Jim Jeffries, put me on. Let me open for him at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, at New York Comedy Festival and all these little things. And then my special came, in, and then just like the radio show, and it's all these like things, but like. It's a zillion. It's a That's zillion fucking little things that because people. I, I mean, I watch people, Schumer included. You know, just yeah. breeze right by me, like in comedy, and just get these things where you see him like on TV or hear him on Howard yeah. Stern. I'm a huge Howard Stern fan, so hear him on Howard Stern. It's like, 
what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hannibal, seeing Hannibal blow up. And these are all hilarious people. This isn't any dig on them in any way. Just yeah. like, but you see it. that and you're like, you're like, can I just fucking maybe, I don't know. Have a break. Buy a TV if I need a new TV. You know what I mean? Like it sucks to like have to be like, yeah. I'm going to save up. I think maybe in December I'll get a new TV. It's like, I'd like to just be like, I don't want this shit. You know, I'm going to get a big ass TV. Right now. Cause I want a 30 TV. something, you know, it's like, I get it was sometimes like 30. I feel you know, that all the old. time. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a weird. In- Cause you'll it- get there, Kelly. You're fucking hilarious. We'll see. But like, and you've been fucking grinding it out. I'm t- well, listen, I don't like, I don't bullshit that you, uh, you're uniquely funny for sure. And, uh, you know, I said like Bargatze is someone I used to bring out with yeah. me. Lewis and Dave both got their thing going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anybody who I've like worked with in the basketball, Mike Vecchione. Mike speaks, Vecchione's though. writing on a whole bunch of shit. I brought Mike yeah. Vecchione a lot of places. And uh, and that was it. Patrice and Attell did that for me, man. Yeah. You do need somebody to help you out. But totally. it sucks because if these fucking, some of these people stop bringing people that suck to make them look better. And there's a, there's some notorious ones out there. Yeah. Like it fucks that up when you try to bring somebody. They start doing all like. Well, we're not giving them any real money, and we're gonna not fly them out. And if you if you bring people who are like leveling Good. the place, yeah. like you know, Mike Mike Fenoya, I've brought him to places where they they do that kind of like. Well, we're not we're not giving them a hotel room, whatever. And I'm like, I'll get you a hotel room. Do I go? I, by the end of the weekend, they're gonna fucking pay for your hotel, and they do. You know, well, he goes he goes in there and he, mur- he goes in there and he murders. Yeah. And then when I'm, we're done, they're kind of like, oh, by the way, we uh, we covered the room for you. Like, yeah, fine, you know, thank you. And you appreciate every like comic. Like, I mean, Ari has done a lot. Of, he's gotten me to open at rumors who they s- would said would never have me, like before, because it was like a clean only club, and then. I'm like, well, if it's Ari, then... Yeah, he's not going to be clean. Yeah, and he's done it for me here. I got to do the mix here. And, like, I mean, I appreciate every time somebody that's bigger... Because it does does tell you, okay, no, you are funny. You are doing Mm -hmm. it right, but, like... You, I mean, your time isn't yet, but like it's that doesn't happen in Canada because of the way Yuck Yucks is the system here. We've never brought our own openers, and there's not a lot of comics that hit theater level here. I think the system here is set up to dare I hold say, comics uh, back. Uh, well, hold back, and I think <laughs> also the country. I think destroy the camaraderie. Quite it, honestly, yeah, there's a lot of backs. Not I think I destroy mean, the camaraderie because everyone they, they're making everybody for, scramble yeah. for crumbs. So yeah, it is. A, that's why Canada is so weird. And like that I'd yuck love yuck to system, get out, I, I find because I did the Calgary one. They were great to me. They're very nice. The to clubs me. are great. The they were very is cool. Fucked, they, but, I, I, but I'm not like contracted anything. Yeah, yeah, that was just like Calgary Yuck Yucks booked me. Yeah. I, I I don't not do. I still do. West Edmonton Mall. Oh, yeah, I still the do. Strip, uh, yeah, it's still, so it's so weird and it's so silly. But like, yeah, I I appreciate any time I get to do shows. But like, I'll tell you off how much money I made for those dirty, sh- those nasty shows because I've been curious. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but it's like we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> well, thank you for having. <laughs> no me. problem. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> that was a weird way to end. Well, I got to the end of the road.
So fuck you, this is mine.